the gift store sells hundreds of Bigfoot crypto-themed items, including books, clothing, footprint casts, stickers, housewares, toys, and more. Our information center showcases free exhibits, artifacts, and art for your enjoyment. The exhibit halls have an admission fee, of course, because these are um, these are preserved artifacts. We, we want to keep the lights on in this building. We want to support these, these are people. Criminals making money out of a store. Ty, how, how fucking dare, dare you? Right you. Now? How, how dare, dare you? you? I was going to say at the top, like, they're getting Welcome back to Show Me Yours Podcast. I'm Jackie Agnew. I'm Johnny DeVito. Oh, he's Look coming. At, oh, oh. He's coming. He's coming. Yeah, time was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the for listeners, Ty was doing a cool little act out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you want to subscribe to the YouTube, you know, you can yeah. see Ty's, all of Ty's movements and facial expressions <laughs> and everything, but that's up to you to watch. If you're just sitting here listening to this, then I think you might only be getting half the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but I mean, I understand it. Maybe you're at work. Yeah, oh, you're in the car. Yeah, absolutely. You're on your way to work, perhaps, yeah. or from work. Yeah. That's the way I consume podcasts, actually. It's weird to ask people to um, to listen in a way that I don't. You know you consume me however you want to. I always prefer, like, if there's a video option, I would much rather watch, but the way I listen to podcasts is usually I, I'm not sitting down, sure. you know? Yeah. Unless, like, no, no. Yeah, no, it's always, like... Uh, audio based even though but then sometimes stuff will happen to be like fuck i wish i was watching yes See, i definitely I watch more video like podcasts how i consume majority i of, used to you know what yeah. i go through waves depending on like what i feel like watching uh yeah with like what i want to like settle down with mm-hmm. lately reality tv yes yeah yes. big yes. time yeah I think we spend a lot of time together, too. So, like, the time um, that, like, I'm watching um, something without you or whatever, probably not just going to, like, revert back to, like, a podcast. I've been downloading Mm -hmm. a bunch of, like, old action movies. I've done Terminator Mm -hmm. 1 and 2 this week. (laughs) You had two lies again. (laughs) I'm thinking about it. Dude, it's so good. There's a show now. Yeah, it just... and we watched it. I haven't seen. It. I just I know that Tom it Arnold yet, was in it. I was excited to, uh, you know, you know, to see it and stuff. So uh, we'll. That's Jamie Lee Curtis, isn't it? What? Isn't she True, True Lies? Yeah, I, I think so. Shit. Now, it, well, I mean, now um, I'm on the spot. Now I just want to. I, I know the story. Though speaking of podcasts and watching stuff alone, quick shout out. Uh, Burt Kreischer's new special came oh. out yesterday morning. Um, Johnny took the car to work so I could sleep in. So I woke up and had a, a bit of time. And so I threw on his special because I knew Johnny wouldn't care if I watched it alone. Yep. And I got to say, I have always been, a pr- I love, Bert is like my favorite podcast personality. Mm-hmm. I fucking love him. I think he's such a funny person. His stand-up is not my favorite, though I'll still, you know, put it on mm-hmm. and enjoy it. Yep. I got to say, this special, he has laughs every 10 seconds. Like, it's Sick. crazy. Hell yeah. Like, say... People he gets people shit on him a lot. Comedians shit on him a lot. Oh yeah. But man, that guy gets a lot of laughs. Like if you want to work yeah. and you want to, you know, make comedy, you know, like your main squeeze and actually do it for like I understand, like um, I, comedy's art, right? So you always have people with um, differing opinions and it's subjective and, and whatnot, but. Um, you know, some people are like, uh, like a purist and, you know, like this kind of stuff and that kind of stuff. I hate that bullshit because if you, 
want to do this, then you can, you should be able to look at what everybody's doing and take pieces of it and go, oh, this is a great idea. This is, you know, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. The amount of work that that guy puts in. I mean, he is one of the hardest work. He literally just finished like this tour that this special was filmed during and immediately is starting another tour doing material, a new hour that he wrote while on his previous tour. Like Just coming off of shooting a major movie. And turning shit out and to say he just like, coasts yeah. off of the machine bit is crazy because he's yeah. very prolific. But anyways, quick shout out. Check it out. It's a fun special. Um, but yeah, how's it going, gang? Been a while since we had a solo. Since, since we did the old solo, yeah. Major. This, guys, it's been, yeah. it's, it's been forever. Gascalore, not a yeah. bad problem to have. We yeah, also, yeah, it's been yeah. good. That, like, we got people asking to be on this fucking. Well, exactly, yeah, right? Very cool. It's been fantastic. A little bit of sickening, sickness or whatever has kind of taken you know me and Jackie out of um you know we've only done guests for the past little while or whatever, mm. kind of taken away from our solo um time together. And I'm realizing right now within the first five minutes that I miss you guys. What the fuck? Uh, is going yeah, on? yeah, yeah, oh, geez. yeah. Oh, wow. We spend a lot of time. Bitch, well, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's very exciting to, you know, to kind of be back in the home. We're going to, you know, get into a little bit. Of, we're we're, we're going to break an old school, old episode out right now. And I yeah. feel like I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to be here. Um, some cool shit has been happening. Guys, I had a um, anxiety ridden moment. I'm going to tell the story right here because it okay. just seems silly. I smoke a lot of pot. Ty? Mm. You smoke a lot of weed. I do. Baby, mm-hmm. you're no slouch yourself. <laughs> Weeds, you know what I mean, right? So weed is not anything that I'm, I ever shy away from. I was at a show on Wednesday hosting for Mike Cannon from New York. Very mm-hmm. fantastic opportunity. Very funny guy. Um, you know what I mean? I watched a bunch of his specials and shit. I'm aware of this dude. So when you see a guy that you're kind of looking up to come into town and he says you're funny and you get to work together or whatever, very cool experience. Um, he doesn't drink. And I do. So I had maybe, you know, three or four tall cans throughout the course of the show I'm hosting. So you still got to kind of be on the ball. Um, so I'm not getting too much into it. But after the show, um, the people that were there to see him gave him these like elaborate doobies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like I've, I've, I've crushed six bong tokes before I go to work, right? I'm not afraid of any weed that you could throw at me. But when you smoke like a blunt and then a joint dipped, you know, in Keefe and... And all it's this other stuff. dipping shit like it's a fucking ice cream yeah, cone. It's, it's it, crazy. It got yeah, it's crazy. The and fucking, the, the joints that uh, Richie buys. My brother, yeah. insane. When uh, we went to see him after Christmas and he, uh, we stopped at a dispensary and he basically just gave Johnny a list of what to buy. Give me this, give me that. Yeah, and Johnny comes back with the, the most expensive joints ever, but they're literally like this big. But an inch and a half long yeah. and they're and like dipped like, in shit. We're like, what the fuck is this? But then we smoke it with Richie and it's like... like $120 it, for oh six God. joints. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it was insane. And I'm um, so stoned. Yeah. You know, and that's fine if, you know, uh, if you're just smoking weed. But after, you know, like the um, like performance anxiety, wanting to do well, the show goes great. You know what I mean? All that stuff. So now, you know, you're you're off the clock now. You can kind of, back. but it also doesn't end there. It really it doesn't. Yeah. Because, because you, you want to like, still be cool to the guy that's coming to town. You have to still, the yeah, social course, aspect yeah. of it is yeah. still yeah. part no, of the no, job. You don't want to be an asshole. Yeah. Totally. And listeners will remember the wonderful Tim Williams, the Texan sweetheart, um, was also on the show. And uh, he's outside looking at how much weed we're smoking. He's like, damn, y'all are going into it. Shout out to Tim recording a special tonight. We're recording this. Just a fucking legend. The best guy. So he's laughing about it. And in the back of my head i'm thinking like hey man i smoke you know what i mean I, I, this probably looks like a lot of weed to to somebody that doesn't smoke and then it hits me man with yeah. like four beers yeah. and like all this weed because we you know gave the hug or whatever right wouldn't you, you know you get that hey you're funny fucking cool to work with you whatever right so it's that cool moment and then you walk away and immediately the anxiety hits me like 
am I a fucking dork? Did I talk too much? Did I? You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I had she this, fu- dude, yeah. just like self-inward anxiety. You got a sky train home to think about a it. Whole, a whole sky train ride. I'm texting Jackie, who's sick and doesn't want to Two text sky back trains. and forth. Yeah. Two, you're absolutely right. I'm transferring yeah. trains yeah. there. You're transferring <laughs> trains. You and and there's another four minute wait in between the transfer where I could sit there and just be like, I'm a fucking loser. So, you know, that was, uh, so it was a lot of fun. I don't think that was the case. Shout out Mike Cannon. Check out his specials on YouTube and all that stuff. Uh, very funny dude. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool. But, uh, you know, just watch amount of weed that you smoke after when you think that you're comfortable I've been, I've been in the game for a minute yeah I've been. Right. you know what i mean yeah. right so for me to get to to just get hit by these elaborate doobies and uh, the high thc content out there it's, it's nice to still feel alive jerry I, yeah sometimes you just hit then you don't even have to have like a dip doobie it's just like sometimes mm-hmm. shit, i don't know what it is like what you ate that day or whatever yep. the fuck is going on like, or the environment that sometimes you're in, it just yeah. hits like <laughs> just be out and be like god damn it happened to me the other day where i yeah. was like uh, it was like yesterday. I had to go to like the, the DMV thing, and then I was went to go uh, edit this uh, uh, episode of Fungi with Ty. Hell new yeah. episode coming nice. very, very, very Hell soon. Yeah. Very episode tuned. of Fungi with Ty coming. Uh, very, very. I'm fucking pumped about it because it looks it looks Fuck really yeah. slick. And I was like, oh, I didn't. Like, I usually always have my bag with me, and I always have weed with me, like just yeah. ready to roll. Like it's already busted up, ready to go. And I was oh, like, yeah, fuck, I didn't bring if, it. Yeah, if you get to a show it. and you see Ty, then and all you're of a sudden you get like stage. a whiff of fresh weed. And you're like, <laughs> 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 I'm just a friend, like so. I'll just go inside smoking a cigarette or whatever. And you just hand me a joint, and then in five minutes we're talking and stuff. And you go back inside and you realize you just smoked way more weed than you wanted to smoke before you go on stage. That's just yeah. it could yeah, be yeah. yeah. It, and then I was like walking to Aiden's place and. Uh, I was like, oh, I don't have fucking weed with me. But I was like, I'd smoke before I came out here. And I feel like it didn't hit me until like right then. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so fucking high right now. <laughs> I was like, I don't need, you don't need to have weed with you right now. You're just fine. You're like, yeah. The sun was out. Like, the yeah. weather's kind of changing right now. Yep. You know when you get that, like, get that hit of fucking sun when you're just absolutely on cloud nine? Oh, oh the yeah. Best. Yeah. <laughs> the best. She reminds you, you hear a bird chirp and it's like it's the first time. You're oh, like, oh, yeah. oh right. what is this? Listen so to that. Nice. What is that song? I was saying uh, to Johnny this morning, it's so nice out today. I only had to wear my shacket. Whoa. Yeah. We're back in the shacket it's season. It's shacket season, guys. Nice. I was got to retire the coat for the season. I was out with it today. Yeah. I was like, this is heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Went with the shacket. Did a did a cardi cardigan underneath. Uh, yeah, so it wasn't, you got a layer here. You got, you got, got a layer. Course, you got a layer. But you know what? I I was out of the car, uh, walking into Starbucks, and I was like, you know what? I could ditch the cardi. Like this is a little hot. Yeah. Like this is just shacket weather the, right now. That right now, good. but the issue is when it gets to nighttime. Exactly. That's, that's when, when you we're run into and that's issues. usually yeah. when we're out of the house. Yes. You know, yeah. and it still gets chilly at night, so you got to be prepared. Early yeah. morning too, like when I'm going to work, I oh, still yeah. have kind of like the layers on and stuff. And then right around noon, I'm yeah. like, why am I sweating from my ass and ball sack right now? And then you kind of realize it's, uh, <laughs> you it's wonder, that weird. Yeah. You wonder why things go wrong down there for you. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> I know. Swampy. swamp. I'm going back. I'm taking care of a few things. I don't need. I don't need to let listeners know, but uh, butthole and ball sack health is um, probably. I'm not gonna say the best it's ever been. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I was yeah. gonna say the best ever been. But yeah. nah. Yeah. It's on the mend. It's, it's yeah, on absolutely. The mend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, good, good things are happening to to good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> we did have another trip to the ER this uh, that we did this that we week, did not for week. my butthole though. No, no, it was my turn, not my butthole either. You'd <laughs> um, be so good if no. you're like, ah, it was my butthole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, not for was... lack of trying though. <laughs> no, my my old lungs. We won't get into the nitty gritty <laughs> of it, but yeah, a little trip 
quick trip, long trip actually yes. to the to the hospital. Um, it's getting sorted out, but had a few funny moments there. Okay, so let's get into it. we um, so we get there, uh, you know, waiting. The wait actually wasn't that bad. I was probably in the waiting room for about an hour and a half before I was called in. Get in, and they're fucking slammed there. Like I had to sit on a chair in the hallway the whole time. They didn't have like room to put anyone anywhere. So I was just sitting on this chair in the middle of all this fucking chaos. Gotta love an emergency room. Yeah. yeah. And so um, talking to the doctor, all this shit. And I, I will say um, when you first, when you walk into the ER, it's a little intimidating because those triage nurses don't fuck around, which is yeah, like no time to fuck, around, which is right? fair. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. given the position they're in, they deal with a lot of shit. They have to fucking figure but, out what the thing but is. But still my first inclination yeah. is like, they could be a little nicer. Right? A, little, a little customer service <laughs> yeah, goes a long way. It is you know intimidating I mean? when you oh, walk yeah. in. Every like, person that they're dealing with yeah. is dealing, um, like every person they come yeah. in contact with thinks that they're about to die. Or they're like, there's no reason that you'd be at the fucking emergency room if it wasn't like severe. So yeah. like fucking, you know, throw a, throw, just even the tone of voice would be nice. Exactly. It's so it's a little scary at first, but once you get behind the doors, Everyone is so nice. Yeah. Like the the oh, doctor yeah. was fucking great. That doctor I, that poked my butthole is hilarious. Yeah, awesome. um, and I think I dealt with like three different uh, nurses were kind of dealing with me along with the doctor, and they were all great. Um, uh, at one point, so I'm getting blood work done, and so the doctor leaves, and then the nurses doing the blood work kind of wheel their cart in, and there's two nurses, and one of them, the one who's like kind of you know do getting ready to take my blood is asking all these fucking questions to the other one she's like okay so do i scan this first and then i do this like as if it's her first day on the job and i clearly my face gave away yeah. like what the fuck is this bitch about to do and the she's last like, thing that you want to <laughs> see <laughs> yeah and she's like oh no no don't worry i've taken blood before like we're just on a new system or yeah, whatever yeah. And so, uh, but even we still, like, let's let the other lady do it. Yeah, <laughs> we were laughing about that, but yeah, still, I was like, you're asking a lot of fucking questions here. Like the fact that, like, I guess they switched the sharp over. end goes in. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like they've switched over to an electronic system. She's like, so I scan first and then do it. I'm like, if you can't understand simple scan, poke, plunge, yeah, take out, scan, yeah. whatever, like. I don't know if I, I want it. It has to be the system. Yeah. Yeah. How else would it work? Yeah. <laughs> You're not doing a poke scan situation. You just scan poke. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. the scanning and the poking, it, that part really doesn't matter what order that happens. In. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. If you really want to get down to brass tacks, yeah. really. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. As long as it gets scanned, then you get poked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. But uh, the other thing, so I got these uh, these two puffers now, um, which I, I also thought was funny because the doctor, the nurses, everyone was like calling them puffers. And I always thought puffers was kind of like the, the little kid name for it. I always thought like the medical term would be inhaler, you know, <laughs> but everyone was referring to it as a puffer. puffer? They're like, have you done your puffers? Like, have you done all rounds of your puffers? Like, everyone was like, so are the puffers helping? Like, and I was like, do they think I'm a child, or is this the preferred terminology? So like, funny. Puffers. Take uh, a puff. You also, they gave you a contraption that. Uh, so yeah. Did you ever have asthma when you were a kid? No, my brother did though. Mm. I did as well, and um, you know, so it's always like the puffer in the mouth, like you know, of you, course, you, you yeah, the, the blue guy. Usually. Jackie's got this new contraption. Now they got like a, it's they like a puff new, bomb. They or have something. a, they have a chamber. 
now yeah, the puff chamber. Cool. My brother had a yeah. machine that he had to plug in. That oh, was like wow. it was like a fucking generator. Wow! Like it, was just like, it looked like a Briggs and Stratton Jesus motor. Right? <laughs> like a yeah. fucking cyborg. Like, what the yeah. It was like, he had to like wear it like this. It was like Arr! I remember like being like camping and it would like jew like we'd be like in a like, in, like a, a fifth wheel and it, like the like the power would fucking dip because <laughs> this thing would just <laughs> suck so much juice out of the battery. What the fuck? Like a sleep apnea machine? <laughs> no, it was yeah. like a, for asthma. It was, it was specifically wild. for a, it was like. It was a way to like get uh, the medicine. It was right. like basically worked like a Vicks vapor rub kind of situation. Okay. You would like put like oil or whatever the fuck medicine in this thing, and then it would yeah. pump this air yeah. into your shit. And you'd have to sit there for like an hour a day. Wow. That's insane. Okay. Yeah. So this this seems pretty. It's literally just like this chamber, like this, plastic this bubbler tube. Yeah, that you <laughs> attach. You put the the puffer on one end. And then uh, you can just do the uh, the dose, and then it sits in this chamber, so you can take as many inhales as you need to get all of the medicine. So it's not just a straight shot. I saw a photo. That thing. You need a video of you doing this. Yeah. 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 We'll do. um, We'll do bro tokes today. I was gonna say yeah. We'll do yeah. I'll I'll crack the bomb tokes together. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, so yeah, yeah. Johnny's calling it my my puffer (laughs) bomb. I call my brother sometimes, and he'll hit a joint. I'll hit a joint. Lady together. Oh, that's oh, I love doing that. It has been dubbed my puffer bong. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the nurse is like telling me how to do it. And they all just, they assumed that I had asthma and had dealt with this before. And so I had to be like, no, I've never, I've never had a, a puffer. I've never puffed. <laughs> and <laughs> she so doesn't I, puff, Jerry. I need a play by play here. And so he's like, okay, yeah, you do the thing and then inhale it. And now, and now hold it. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then he's like okay now exhale i was like blowing it like away from him like that's <laughs> 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 yeah. funny if you jackie yeah. just blow a nose so, <laughs> yeah, try yeah. <laughs> but uh the thing with these fucking she shows him how it's done she like fills up the sink with water and puts it in there and does, like, ghosted. Yeah. does a gravity bomb yeah. <laughs> you got a soby bottle yeah. <laughs> fucking inhalers i mean like it's literally like steroids that you're inhaling and so they it elevates your heart rate but for whatever reason um i for i guess i'm like extra susceptible to it my heart rate fucking fucking skyrockets and so and they had me doing literally 30 doses when i was in the hospital it was spaced out it was six off one four on the other and then wait 20 minutes and then do it again. And they had me do that three times. <laughs> That's and so, classic <laughs> drug shit, though. So yeah. Wait 20 minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> literally. That's my pops gave me this total fucking rundown one time. Like, yeah. you think that, um, like, you party or whatever? My dad's been sober for fucking, like, 30 years now. And um, so you try to have a conversation about, like, oh, you're getting into it kind of thing, right? And he's like, oh, man, when I was getting into it, I'd go 80 up, 20 down. <laughs> like that's yeah. fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like we're not on the same level of drug use. Dad. Yeah. It was like crazy because they left these like they gave me the puffers in the boxes. So as I'm doing these doses, I'm looking at the boxes. It's like don't exceed two doses per day or whatever. I'm sitting there doing thirty on the side of the box. Uh, yeah, I'm there doing fucking thirty fucking doctor's orders. I'm like okay. So by the end of that. I was fucking, and I hadn't slept, hadn't eaten, so I was fucking jittery, and um, I had been there for a long time at this point, like almost four hours, and so they're getting ready to discharge me, and the nurse goes, they have to like take your blood pressure and your... um, your, your heart rate and temperature before they can discharge you. And she goes, my heart rate is like 140. She mm. was like, are you anxious right now? She's like, your heart's going pretty fast. I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, didn't really, like, 
clue in yeah. and then she kind of disappears and the nurse that was doing the puffer... So she disappears, it goes to 160. Yeah. <laughs> like, am I okay? <laughs> the nurse that was doing the puffer bong with me comes back and he was like, did you wait 20 minutes between the dosages? And I was like, yeah, dude, like for yeah. sure. And then he's like, okay. They kind of disappear. And then the doctor comes back. He's like, so your heart rate is really high, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have you hang out here for a bit and we're just going to keep taking your heart rate and hopefully it goes down or whatever. And it, it is. Hopefully, it goes down. Yeah, and he's like, the medicine it does elevate your heart rate, but this is pretty extreme. At that point, when you say hopefully, like if you think of having an anxiety problem, like fucking pepper, well, like the other thing, yeah, add it a little bit for me. You know the what other, I mean? the other thing is that like I do get like anxiety around medical situations, oh, sure. oh, and yeah. so and all the fact that I avoid fucking going to doctors and hospitals, so it's, it's already the smell like, as soon as I get in there. It's me, already like, an it's anxious situation, can, yeah. and the fact that then I was aware that my heart. Rate was a problem so then they kept taking my heart rate every time she'd hook me up i could feel my heart going yeah. again and so but anyways discharge me but uh, and so it's it's the medicine it's all good but now doing these i still have to do quite a bit i have to do like four on each um on each puffer the first day was like every four hours every six hours today it's every eight hours and but afterwards my fucking heart rate is fucking yeah. going i like fucking do these fucking puffer bombs like does anyone else feel great right now <laughs> <laughs> these puffer bombs bro <laughs> come and he's taking puffer bombs i'm like should we call the guy right now this is <laughs> i want to match your energy right now but the only way i can do it is with illicit substances <laughs> that's fucking insane like yeah. and i mean uh, like shout out to you know, like um, to 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 Western medicine. You yeah, know I mean, for, I mean put it on there. But like, baby, yeah. you and me, we don't really go to the doctor or anything. I've been asking you to go for fucking months now, yeah. just with like sickness kind of being on and off in the way that it is. But it's always not severe enough that you need to kind of go out of the way to do it, right? So now that um, you know what I mean, to kind of hit that point where it's it's kind of go now, and you kind of decided to do it. I'm very, I'm, 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 I'm happy because, um. Whatever's going on with the lungs in there, like that, I smoke cigarettes, right? So if I'm like hacking darts and taking bong chokes and kind of treating myself the way that I do, then I'm used to a little bit of, uh, you know, middle of the night, breathy, sketchy situations or whatever mm -hmm. you'd say. You kind of wake up with, a, you know, you're hacking up some shit or whatever the case being. But when it happens to you, who's not a smoker and only like only really indulges in the evenings with mm -hmm. like weed and stuff like that. Like the way that those breasts were so short and labored and stuff like that. I'm very, very pretty happy with, uh, with Western medicine right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, but if I, I read one more article, <laughs> I'm back, I'm back on the other side, baby. I don't care. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Shout out to, to the, the doctor and the nurses and the, the medicine all, all very helpful. Oh, yeah. Um, glad, uh, hopefully getting, getting it sorted out. Feeling much better. We're on the mend. Yeah. Um, so we have a fun update mm -hmm. to a new Let's story. Let's talk that we about it because this is one of the most exciting back. stories of last year. Um, uh -huh. you know what I mean? I think I that we pull really it up got into it. It was that's a Reddit okay. thing, right? I got yep. it. Yeah. Or, or this is, uh, that's okay. I got it. Right. Um, so fun update. Uh, those, the listeners, uh, you know, and love, the meth pigeon story. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. loves a meth pigeon. Love the meth Everybody pigeon. loves the meth pigeon. You know what I mean? Meth mueling pigeons yeah. in a time where um, uh, 
technology is advancing so fast and um, law <laughs> enforcement is doing everything that they can to, you know, keep the incarcerated down. The um uh the the human will to get high yeah. will prevail. We debated way saying. too long on what kind of we were like at what point we're like we, a dead pitch, just throw it over the thing. And we're we like, did what a are deep we dive on I mean, these we fucking. Yeah. We, we definitely deep so, dove, and I mean, if you are gonna throw a dead pitch and filled with drugs over the fence, then <laughs> yeah. So it's a story. Shout out to you, but I'm just saying there's other options available. Yeah. It's a story that that you can use other tactics. Yeah, that we care deeply about. So it was important once an update came across our desks. Um, it was important to update uh, our viewers and we've talked about in the past, you know, we get uh, into all these different stories and we always talk about, oh, we'll keep an eye on this. And we never we do. rarely do. And <laughs> uh, but now comes an opportunity and uh, maybe we'll we'll keep doing this. Um, we'll see. Maybe if it, we just happen to see an update on a story. I mean, honestly, about. like, let's let, let's but, be true to who we are right now. Let's talk about shit we're interested but, in. But. <laughs> um, Today, we have a fun update on this story. Let's go. Another pigeon wearing a smuggling backpack has <laughs> been found inside <laughs> a BC prison. It's got to be a Herschel. Yeah. Correctional <laughs> Officers Union <laughs> says it's possible an inmate made backpack from old jeans or bed sheets. Oh. Here we go. Take it back. It's a Levi's oh. backpack. Yeah. Oh, it's a Wrangler <laughs> backpack over there. <laughs> a Wrangler right there? A second pigeon wearing a tiny makeshift backpack. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how much care goes into the backpack making because, like, if you could, if you really care about the pigeon that you're training, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's you know what I mean. It's like um, they have cool straps, like it kind of has a nice, like you know, flap to it. It Has like a front zipper, like inhibit the water bottle holder. Oh, it's like a camel bag. Yeah, it's got a pee on it for pigeon. Yeah, yeah, word. Yeah. Um, a second bedroom wearing a tiny makeshift backpack, <laughs> presumably meant for smuggling drugs, has been found at a corrections facility in Abbotsford, B.C. Allegedly. Nearly <laughs> two months to the day after a bird carrying a package of crystal meth was found <laughs> at the prison next door. Officers discovered the latest bird wearing its backpack inside Matsqui Institution during a routine search on the morning of February 27th. We're a little late to the punch here. <laughs> According to its union, the backpack, possibly made from cut-up jeans, was empty, leading guards to believe the bird might have still been in training. Oh, or that bird already, fucking already, already, or already had, out, yeah. already had the drop, man. The drop. That this. bird does have a flush, dude. Yeah. He was just hanging. <laughs> yeah, he was just hanging out in the yard before he takes off. He yeah. just wants to dap yeah. up the homies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was actually inside the institution where they actually found the pigeon again, wearing a small fabric-like backpack. Said John Randall. Pacific Regional President of the Union for Canadian Correctional Officers. John Rambo? Randall! <laughs> yeah. No shit, right? Yeah. That whole, his whole life. Yeah. <laughs> Where did it come from? And Is what? Law enforcement, too. Like, I'm, not here. Yeah. I'm not here to save the manhunt down here. I'm not yeah. here to save you from John Randall. I'm here to save. Oh, I always fuck up the fucking Rambo quote. Say Where did it right. come from and what was happening? That's kind of the big discussion right now. Uh, homing pigeons. We we already know the history of homing pigeons. Of course. We won't recover that. Uh, of course, drones. Um, with pigeon being a wild animal, it's a wild card. We know this. Backpack possibly made from old jeans. So here's some new some new info. Um, Randall said it's possible the bird got inside the medium security prison through an open <laughs> window. I mean, 
Yeah. There's your problem right there. Yeah. There's, medium well, security? Yeah. You medium might want to lower that that's to low weird, security. We have fucking... That's big. a weird level of security. Uh, be, yeah. It's very that's low. Medium. You got a guy yeah. just in there going... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it said that, okay, so the original pigeon was found at the prison next door. So the yes, original this pigeon. Is a different prison. This could be just a pigeon that's bad at knowing where. So, like, it got homed in to the wrong prison. So there could just be a prison that accidentally. Could or, be. sorry, a pigeon that accidentally dropped off drugs to the wrong prison. Yeah, so there's just, just some saw, dude out there that knows his pigeon. It doesn't know it's left and it's right. It can't make the old. How is a pigeon yeah. supposed to know this fucking uh, yeah. correctional facility from this correctional facility? I mean, These are at all that possibilities. Point Randall said it's possible the bird got inside the medium security prison through an open window. That's good detective Again, work. The, yeah. <laughs> or, or Again, through with the <laughs> yeah. These fucking guys are going to trying. Like this is uh, this was already similar to this to the last one where yeah. like they don't know what the fuck. Or they're through doing. one of the recreation yards where inmates can spend time outside. It's also possible the bird's backpack had already been emptied before guards found it, but the union mm-hmm. believes the pigeon in training theory is more likely. That's what they Love want that. you to believe. Get the the fuck PIT out of here. theory. Yeah, the they w- <laughs> but well, exactly because they're MTs. they're always trying <laughs> the to to, to <laughs> they're get on the pit right now. <laughs> they, they don't want any negative press, right? So like obviously they're gonna do anything that they can. It's just already goddamn embarrassing. They got just birds walking in and out of this. This fucking is obviously place. you guys can't pit. fuck it. This is two times in two months. I, I'm gonna say it sounds like there's easier ways to smuggle drugs into exactly. This. That's what I keep getting I, stuck on. I, is why the no? I think I got it though, Jack. Because okay. I've been trying to rack my brain around this too, right? Okay. Like why on earth would they possibly? I think they're bored. I could be. Like, they have what? a lot of time to kill. We're walking in and out of here with stuffs in our butts and birthday cakes, the whole fucking thing. No, no. It's too goddamn easy. We I have time to train a bird here. I got, a, I got some time to I waste. I got a lot I'm of fucking time while. to kill, yeah. You know what I mean? And if at that if at that point where you um, get to this, um, the, I bet if, if it's two in two months, what is mm. the likelihood that 40% of the pigeons flying above these correctional facilities all have backpacks All have on? backpacks. <laughs> there's, no way that they, there's no way that they, when they're, when they're stitching a tiny backpack, out of old jeans. There's no way they just do one. Like they, it's like a oh, fucking no, late a night. They're fucking churning out. You these don't things. just make one pigeon. How many? Backpack? Yeah. How many backpacks do you think you could sew in an hour? I think I might like get once you one. get the hang of it. Oh, once, once you get, you get the, the hang, hang of it. So you would think smaller, easier, but no, I it's don't, yeah. more detail oriented. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I could churn out in an hour. You get him. Is it, you have to think of Are you hand stitching? How how detailed are? Is it just going to be like straps and a pouch? Is it going to have a? Well, flap? how proud are you of your backpack? I mean, question. like <laughs> I would love to have some nice detailing. Right. On and also, there. like, who are you working for, right? If this is like, you have to understand the motivation of the person. Drug sewing these backpacks. Yeah. So <laughs> if are you sewing these for your own pleasure, or are you sewing these at gunpoint? You know what I mean to somebody that's really trying to move some some meth pigeon. Right. Uh, you know what I mean, right? So that being said, I think that. Um, um, uh, circumstantially, given the environment, that could be a very different number. For sure. True. Fair enough. I was going to say, like, <sighs> I'm not five getting to one ten. in an hour. Five to ten. Five, five to, to ten. ten in an hour? Depending on the level of, depending on the level. If you could do all detail. the prep work and cut out all the pieces and you well, kind of know. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Of course. <laughs> that, that, oh, sure. Yeah, that sure. doesn't count in the allotted time. No, I would be scared because if you just gave me a set of jeans and some scissors and some no, thread, no, I'd be no, like, no, I don't no. know how to Everything's make Everything's ready to go. Pattern, you have get the that pattern. pattern. Exactly. You you, you've been doing this. You've honed the skill. Everything's lined up. a few different kinds of pigeons. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you don't want the backpack as stylish as it can be to a 
Uh, yeah, you flat. don't have to measure the pigeon get their yeah, fucking yeah, bust. The I'm Italian. I'm, I'm yeah, down there. I'm getting the inseam course, and everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm, see, I'm, you know, I might, yeah, might sneak a feel. Let's inseam. see what's you going on. Yeah. Inseam. It's a backpack. Yeah. I'm Italian. Yeah. Trust me, I need yeah. the inseam. Guys. Um, it kind of looks like right now that was what was happening was it was trying to be trained as the source of food in that area, Randall said. He said inmates are believed to be cutting up old blue jeans or bed sheets to make the backpacks. When you spend so much time inside like that, you can get very creative in what you make. In December, a pigeon wearing a backpack carrying crystal meth was found in the yard at Pacific Institution. Both pigeons were later released. Corrections Canada said it is not investigating the latest incident, but local police are responding. In an email, the Abbotsford Police Department confirmed it was investigating an incident that involves a pigeon, but would not disclose any further details. Yeah, right. This is a different pigeon-related crime. Come on, I mean, Randall. Like <laughs> yeah, Abbotsford's all pigeon crime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's bird law is through the roof over there. <laughs> Rand- really Randall said they do have a pigeon unit, the PU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It ran a PU. Smells like pigeon shit in the air. Smells like pigeon shit. Randall said it wouldn't make any sense for staff to keep the bird because they're trained to fly home to the prison, not to their supplier on the outside. The, the incidents are among the most difficult to investigate for that reason compared to drones or throwovers, which involve a person lobbing a package over the prison fence. This is just another layer of the onion, I guess, that we have to find a way to peel back and figure out what's going on. That's Queen Institution, the local union there, and their local management. They're working on a plan to increase searching and increase observation because clearly this is a new problem. Fascinating. Another wow. great piece of journalism from Rihanna Schmunk. I love Rihanna this Schmunk? Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool name. It's a cool name. Yeah, it's a sh- yeah, old <laughs> schmuck. I guess that's why Rihanna just goes with the one name. It's like yeah. if that's like Rihanna, like the actual Rihanna Rihanna, is she just moonlights as like an Abbott's for crime Schmunk. reporter? <laughs> is your Rihanna first name's Rihanna? That's my right name. That's my situation. Yeah. <laughs> if your first name's Rihanna and your last name's Schmunk, like that's a real bummer. Like your first name, you're like, fuck yeah, my name's people Rihanna. Of all Bad girl Riri. And then your last name's Schmunk. Yeah. Like, oh no. I was so excited one time. I hope they listened to the show. Maybe Schmunk. they might. But you guys met um, Keisha, my friend Keisha in, um, yeah. um, in Kamloops. Yeah, in Kamloops. Um, so when I was, uh, I was a young man, I'd moved to uh, a new city with my girlfriend at the time and we didn't really have any friends. And at one point, um, she was working and met, um, a girl that she was, um, a coworker with who's going to come over and have some drinks and bring her brother over. And I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. We get some, you know, we're going to entertain or whatever, right? I'll go get some, some drinks and some steaks. And she goes, yeah, it's my, uh, uh her name's Keisha and her brother's name is Key Ray. And in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't have any black friends, and now I'm gonna have black friends. This is mm-hmm. this is this is awesome. Yeah. And I think this is like a big pitfall for any white kid. You know what I mean? It's just like take the people for who they're coming in or whatever, right? Don't pull out your favorite Wu Tang albums and shit like that, expecting to impress <laughs> black people. Because Keisha and Key Ray's last name are Snodgrass. And <laughs> like that's Keisha like I mean, so I'm not gonna say, you know, you bury the lead a little bit, but in the back mm-hmm. of my head, when they showed up, I was like, You're not. Who were expecting? Come on in. Yeah. Oh, all right. I'll you want to see my Wu Tang record? <laughs> yeah, I know all the words to a lot of Tupac songs. <laughs> Fuck. Um, now we have an exciting new segment. Look, we've heard your cries. We, we hear it. it. 
loud and clear. Yep. More Bigfoot. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> we weren't going to do it. Ever since Alex Carr came out, we were yep. like, listen. They're like, come on. We were promised Bigfoot. And so, um, by the way, if anybody's a fan of the damned, um, go to like episode or uh, minute 55. <laughs> we um, might not get to it today. Uh, we're, we're going to try and do a little bit of Bigfoot in uh, each of these episodes. We're still, uh, or hey, if you can think of a fun name for this segment, Bigfoot Corner. Ooh, Bigfoot, I like that. Uh, sure. Bigfoot. Ooh, uh, I think we might need a little, uh, a little jingle. <gasps> oh, a little jingle with a little big yeah. make it work. Oh, oh, right. The yeah. listener right now is, is seeing this. If you're listening to this and you're going to see the evolution of this podcast grow from this moment right here yeah. onward because boots on the ground, you know what I mean? We need mm. to be there talking about the yeah. um, the important stories and I'm going to act like Get I on the big foot. Five beers you had to get the on the good foot. Oh yeah. Get on the big foot. Oh, oh. I could definitely do that. Fuck we yeah. can do it. I'm gonna need you guys to hold on to this because uh, old uh, Ronnie and Danny here from the core got a bunch of beers in my little belly, and now Johnny has to pee. Okay, so hold it down. We'll take Big a foot quick break. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> 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 they um, put all these beers into my little baby bladder. <laughs> um, so uh, working title um, is fine. Get on the Bigfoot, Bigfoot uh, corner. Um, talking foot. Um, like talking this is where foot. we come for foot all fetish. Sure. Foot, foot fetish. fetish. <laughs> foot fetish. <laughs> could be, could be foot fetish. I yeah. went to the top of the list. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes it's the easiest one. <laughs> Show me your feet. <laughs> Show me your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Show me this is uh, uh, all things Bigfoot. I mean, it's a constantly. It's impossible to keep up with all these uh, exciting developments and stories. <laughs> Every and day. And so um, I'm very excited that we now have a designated uh, place to to bring all of our um, our our new uh, discoveries, our new questions, mm-hmm. concerns, um, <laughs> ideas. Uh, maybe Definitely. we've just been pondering, you know, our, our different theories. We diverge, but maybe we, we have, you know, new... Uh, I loved Alex Carr's hollow earth uh his his bigfoot is the hollow earth bigfoot um i feel like we came too hard on him and we didn't we didn't need to i don't know why that yeah that came off a little bit more we got a little aggressive but um but shout out alex yeah this is a um uh uh uh, where we celebrate bigfoot this is it's absolutely so we got um very exciting information last night actually um a a fellow comic posted some photos um that sparked my interest um uh shout out rachel schaefer mm-hmm. she uh had some story some photos on her instagram story uh that looked like it was some sort of bigfoot center or museum mm. so uh, i reached never out really known that there's been like um you know what i mean so a place that we could um, travel to you know what i mean and, yeah. and experience this in full very exciting. so i reached out and the north American Bigfoot Center. Look out, we're coming for you! In Boring, Oregon. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's a five and a half hour drive from Not our house. Too Not, Not too shabby. Not too shabby. It's a Kelowna ish. Right? Shabby. Come That's on, like like there's a museum. The you get some steaks. It's a good oh, time. Shout out to America. A All gift right, so store. Yeah. yeah oh, gift yeah. store, information center, museum exhibit. Um, there's. Uh, Hundreds of the gift store sells hundreds of Bigfoot crypto themed items, including books, clothing, footprint casts, stickers, housewares, toys, and more. Our Foot information center yep. 
showcases free exhibits, artifacts, and art for your enjoyment. The exhibit halls have an admission fee, of course, because these are um, these are preserved artifacts. We, we want to keep the lights on in this building. Yeah. We want to support these, these are people. Criminals making money out of a store. Ty, how <laughs> fucking <laughs> dare you? Right now. How dare, dare you? I was gonna say at the top, like they're gonna end up like, don't worry, don't worry, flashers, I'll still be. This here. is a yeah, exactly. joy. We need a voice of reason over here, but at yeah. the same time, it's something so exciting that um, there's a group of people that have dedicated their lives to amassing an entire collection yeah. of um, everything based on um, whether that be um, actual. Um, evidence and um, people's own, um, you know what I mean, lives work to accumulate all mm -hmm. of these things into one place where we could all enjoy it together. Yeah. I think that's very, very good. And of course, at that point, if you're, you know, renting a brick and mortar building and you need to keep the lights on, there's going to be a gift shop situation and stuff like that. I don't think it's a scam. Ty, it's absolutely please come along with us. Second time, time you use brick and mortar on me this, this week. Is a <laughs> <for joy. laughs> That's right. I didn't say that yesterday. <laughs> the, I was like, I'll be honest with you. I don't really understand what that means. <laughs> it's the difference between like when a when a food truck pops off. And, I was um, just so gonna use the food truck example. <laughs> that's the, it's the easiest one. We watch a lot of Food Network. So when a food truck pops off. And um, it's just like a store. and that and the it's person that owns the um the food truck goes on to like a cooking show and they're like, what do you want to do with like the twenty thousand yeah. that you're gonna win from this or whatever? We're gonna get a brick and mortar. I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought for the longest time it was an actual like brick and mortar. It's like where you went and bought barbecues for your like you could get a good deal brick on charcoal. And would be at a brick sick, and mortars like um very like cooking. Focused punk band, the Brick and Mortar. Brick and Mortar, yeah, hard nose, kind of Bishop's Green style. I like that. Yeah, dozens of displays feature a wide array of Bigfoot evidence and historical artifacts. Let's go. Our life-size Sasquatch replica, nicknamed Murphy, acts as a centerpiece of the exhibit hall. It is, yeah. They feature short documentaries and films in their small theater, as well as on the displays themselves. Do you think they got like an original Patterson Gimlin, like fucking? I'm sure. NABC is staffed with experienced field researchers ready to answer any questions you may have about the subject, the animals we study, or our facility. General admission, $8 American. Wow. Let's go. We're Let's going go. to Oregon. So Doing the fucking God's we've already been on location, like, on vacation. Show me yours. It's going to Oregon. We've, uh, how long does it take to get a passport? Not that long, like um, two months. Maybe. Okay, you okay. can even do it Excellent. in two weeks if you like uh, yeah, get a couple hundred bucks or whatever. Because do the fast uh, one. I've been doing uh, some calculations. Do you guys have Nexus or no? No, 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 no. But we might be yeah. get Ravi. I think if we all have to have it to to, to yeah. we I can't just do yeah, one person yeah, in the car yeah, and all of us yeah. go. Yeah. But um, uh, it, uh, we've discussed on the show. Um, we are Johnny and I are moving in the fall. So uh, based on my calculations and the things already going on this summer, I think. Some weekend at the beginning of August might Fuck be a feasible yeah. uh, just two-day getaway yeah, yeah. Yep. To, yeah. to Oregon yep. and the gang, fucking know, check out the North American Bigfoot Center. Oh, it's so fucking exciting. <sighs> Babe, I've never really wanted to, like, I mean, if we could summer in, um, you know what I mean, in the, in the, in the south of France or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, like, there's anything that we'd want to, uh, you know. Northern Oregon. Or Northern Oregon. Oregon. One hour outside <laughs> of the city of Portland, we could go. There, it's half an hour outside of Portland. If it's half yes. hour of Portland, yeah. then we got, okay, well, we just we stay got in Portland. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll we've been we, we've, yeah. um, we've explored the idea of, of Amtrak trains. Okay, and stuff. perfect. Oh, yeah. Dope. If um so yeah, yeah we could do the train and shit like that party all the way down there and stuff you know what I mean have trains a good time. a good time there love a love yeah. a love a train love yeah. a bolt train. bus is not that bad either actually and I think it's quicker mm -hmm. oh. the only problem yeah, you go through Seattle and all the that only shit on the train uh, is problem that we encountered with the trains is that the actual center itself is a bit off the beaten path 
Mm-hmm. That's it's gonna be an issue. Uh, Uber situation. There might not be a yeah. problem. Uber back might be an issue. It's, yeah, it doesn't. You can't. Nowhere. The directions are actually pretty. I think funny. I can probably convince somebody in Portland to go with us. It's um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's Portland. Once you get there, be like, you yeah. look like you believe. The directions yeah. to this play, like Sasquatches, we can be a bit tricky to find. Hmm. Just look for the Ashley sign at the intersection of Highway 26 and Jesus Highway 212, Christ. and we are right there next to the pizza place, the Chevron Station, and Chester's Pub. Oh my so, god, we're uh, definitely going into Chester. Yeah, we're checking. Checking out Chester's yeah, on the way out, out for sure. <laughs> I feel like we'll hit Chester's before and after. I mean, just to see time yeah, well, be hungry, it'll be we're sandwiched be by Chester's. Hundred yeah. percent. I'm very excited about this. Okay, I'm in. I'm down. I'm Hell down. yeah. yeah, Hell yeah. I mean, yeah. Ty, like your skepticism really drives the show. Like it anchors it in the point of reality, and I and I and I get that. And you I need devil advocate. You need, yeah. you need, <laughs> need it, right? But advocate. I'm very curious. Once that you get into, um, you know what I mean, a space. Not only um, take away. Like when you go to like a punk rock show with punk rockers or whatever, then like you're, you know, you're going to, you're going to see it in a different light or whatever. Right. When we get into that place, me and Jax, we're just going to back up off you. We're going to follow you close behind, mm-hmm. like, um, like a video game dream sequence kind yeah, of thing, okay. above, right. just above and close behind. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to watch you soak in all of the evidence and all the oh. facts or whatever. And then I watch you have that come to Jesus moment, come to feet <laughs> moment, come to foot moment. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? It's going to be fantastic. And oh. I mean, if we can um, take any flashers down there with us, like it's going to be our last hoorah probably. Um, and the, uh, for the foreseeable future um, in British Columbia. So if we could take anybody that wants to go with us and maybe, you know what I mean? We could, we'll, we'll sell tickets. I don't know. Probably. Not. Okay. I don't know about <laughs> tickets. I don't know. If that's a ticketable, uh, uh, event, but either way, we'll get we'll rent a bus. I don't fucking oh care. Oh boy! But um, this the, is very the idea exciting. is that um, that that I'm very excited that we can um, you know take this you know to a place where it's not just us on the couch. You know what I mean? We can actually talk to experts. We can actually yeah. talk to people that are on we the front lines exactly. who are dealing with we this can, thing. I'm very excited that they have knowledgeable uh, field researchers that work at the center, so we can ask them the hard hitting questions. Absolutely. Um, I'm very excited for these artifacts and evidence the the short we're going to be spending a lot of time in this presumably pretty small bigfoot I, yeah, <laughs> tiny we get there and it's a garage and it's not like a two-car garage then there's but there's going to be, be the level of disappointment yeah. that you see from I us well no <laughs> not even because it's going to be one of those situations where it's like you get you're with someone in a museum and you're kind of not into it and you can kind of browse you're like all right but the person you're with is reading every single yeah, thing yeah, 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 it's yeah. going to be that yeah. like oh, i'm going to yeah. be sitting oh, through every show we smoke joints outside like they done it yeah. it's gonna be fucking annoying no no i uh i love being in any situation like that because it's yeah. like it's so fun because it's like this is ridiculous like there's been several situations in my life where this one is the miniature museum in victoria oh yeah yeah yeah. you're like oh yeah. it's just like a bunch of little dioramas and like miniature a shit, miniature shit? Yeah. it's like uh, like it's there's, there's one world. scene that's like the entire like old like wrigley circus and it's like but like all the tents look like patinaed and like it looks yeah. like real like, that's movie red shit. Oh, okay miniature cool. yeah, it's like and like i'm just high as fuck just being like yeah well i mean Going back to Terminator, uh, the Terminator 2, I've mm-hmm. just watched the fucking city of Los Angeles get uh, fucking destroyed. Yeah. And it's one of the most famous miniature scenes or I whatever. When yeah. you come back now to it, you can kind of see it. You're like, whoa, that bus does not, not weigh anything. And yeah. it just yeah. bug, go blown yeah. across it. But, so um, like, and it's like not impressive at all, but it also is. And you're like, this is just hilarious. And then another one was like, oh, um... In the fall, it was like this, like the Vancouver Mycology Society put on this like mushroom like show. Yeah. And it was like, it's at Van Dusen Gardens. Oh, I, I remember when I we assumed there, yeah. it was going to be right. massive because it's like yeah. Van Dusen, well, it's not actually in Van Dusen Gardens. Expo right. 88. It was literally <laughs> at a shack right <laughs> yeah. beside Van Dusen Gardens. Uh, and it was like literally just like uh, 
old ladies selling spore prints that they had uh, made and like little uh, knitting things. Uh, One dude uh, actually selling like gourmet mushrooms and that was like basically it. But I was like, this is so dope. Mushfest yeah. 2002. It was so dope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Coming down to Mushfest. Yeah. yeah. So this is very exciting. Um, stay tuned. And uh, and yeah, we will continue. We will. I, I hope by next episode we'll at least we'll solidify a name for this segment. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, we'll we'll work on a jingle. You know what I mean? People come here um, for the hard hitting questions. Um, definitely for the news. Definitely for the Bigfoot. Any cryptid or um, you know supernatural thing like that. We are a music podcast, and I understand that. But at the point now where if you want to get to the music, let's not bullshit around it. Skip to forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least. Yeah. You know, at least um, at the very least, we're at about forty nine right now. And we will get to the music but okay. <laughs> it will there's be there. one more <coughs> we could i couldn't let this episode go without talking about this story because it's pretty fucking awesome let's get to it and um i know because of the website is on you need to have a reddit account to view the full story so i know you guys have not read this full story like no i have i have no, no, just I the one paragraph i was on yeah. a watch today when i was like when you sent it through so i don't know so at I'm, all oh, this I'm episode's very, going long this is gonna be this is a good one i'm very excited to uh to read this out to you guys because this is a real treat let me just break it my down way for us because okay so what, what jackie sips ty what do you know about um uh cryogenics and um, the idea of living forever um, in a time where we didn't have the technology to, so people were just going to freeze themselves. Walt Disney, there's a famous baseball player that did Austin it as well. Austin Powers. Austin Powers, sure, of course. Yeah. course. Yeah. I'd probably say pro- most of my knowledge is probably based from Austin Powers movies. Well, Walt Disney apparently is frozen somewhere. Yeah, I was going right? to say Walt and Disney hoping. and Austin Powers. There's a, there's a baseball player. Um, if somebody could Google this for uh, while I'm telling the story, there's a baseball player that got his um, uh, himself frozen, and it's a story basically where... Um, there's companies like we'll freeze you, but we have no idea how to. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah, the whole yeah, idea yeah. is you're gonna get cryogenically frozen. So in the future, when they, when they have the technology out. to figure it out, then they'll then follow you'll you. You'll be on hold on ice if you. So will. there's yeah. like a report yeah. of this baseball player, and I wish I had the facts in front of me, but it's so fucking funny because somebody wrote a book um, that I definitely want to read, and um, it's uh, it's a fascinating account, basically cryogenics and and me and his life and like cryogenics and stuff like that. So this guy worked for a company where these people didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They just had the technology to freeze a person. And at one point, he um, describes, basically, they would use, like, there's a cat in the facility that um, th- oh. that they were working in. Mm-hmm. And they, so they took, like, the tuna cans that the cat was eating out of to, like, prop the heads on because they were just freezing the heads. Oh, my God. So there's a famous oh. baseball player who apparently, ha- in this book that I haven't read yet, um, we'll, we'll recommend, we'll put a link for it down low. I'm, d- I'm, d- I'm going to look into it. I'm going to try to get it this week. Where basically, this... Um, tuna can was frozen to this um, baseball player's head and, and they couldn't get it off so oh my the, God. Only, the only thing that the fucking doctor or whoever the guy working there um, could do this is all the account of the person who worked there he wasn't uh, the, the author of the book that did this but apparently um, this guy's trying to break the tuna can off of this fucking uh, baseball player's head and just fucking smashes it with like a fucking bat or with something. A baseball bat. And the Louisville misses, slugger. Misses the can and all of a sudden this guy's just got pieces of this fucking beloved Shattered. yeah baseball player's braids all fucking over the place or just a Yogi coach Bear's fucking face. skull all oh, over the fucking. Pretty no. wild. Pretty wild stuff. So the um uh, the idea of cryogenics and um, freezing yourself or whatever is infinitely fascinating but this story is taking it to this another is, level and yeah. I've only read one paragraph. It's pretty exciting, so buckle up, buckle flashers. Up. Rival Colorado towns fight over a frozen dead guy. 
Tiny Nederland was horrified at first when it learned a resident had cryogenically preserved his deceased grandfather, but now it is grieving the celebrity corpse's possible move to Estes Park. For more than 20 years, the tiny mountain town of Nederland has enjoyed a macabre claim to fame, a cryogenically immortalized grandfather lying under dry ice in a shed. The annual celebration that honors him, Frozen Dead Guy Days, drew tens of thousands of revelers from around the world. So we'll pause they don't. They don't sell tickets to Frozen Dead Guy Day. Babe, we love... This kind of shit. We're discovering any- all of these new these new places. This is a very exciting episode because we have a bunch of stuff added to the bucket list. Wow. Frozen Dead Guy yeah. Day. Frozen is, Dead Guy Days. It's yeah. made for us. It's a, I love yeah. Encino Man. Oh, who yeah. doesn't love Encino Man? At like the it's height been full of Paul circle now. He got an Oscar. I and, like uh, this. this yeah, good. it, it goes into up. Let's go. And you're about to find out how cool this fu- these fu- fucking Frozen Dead Guy Days are because it goes into some of the events here. That's pretty fucking sick. I hope there's a race. Yeah. Oh, where you get to hang on to the dead guy like on a, on a, on a grassy is, hill and you get to raise dead guys down there, the is, there is a, a race of sorts yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll all be revealed. carnival now oh. it's carnival <laughs> it's the carnival of Nederland now Nederland has lost the festival to its more touristy neighbor Estes Park and Grandpa Brito as the frozen man is known appears set to follow as Estes Parks prepares to kick off the new Frozen Dead Guy Days on Friday, the festival's former home is grappling with the fallout and asking itself tough questions. Who owns the culture of a frozen dead guy and what is Nederland without him? It explains the personality of the people who live here, said Teresa Crush Warren, the former president of the Nederland Chapter of Commerce, who helped conceive the festival. We're not insane, but we're weird. Where is Nederland? Um, Nor- Norway. The Chilling Saga. This was in Ohio for some reason. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> this is definitely a European okay, thing. <laughs> I was tripping yeah. about this like this was fucking just. No, de- no, no. Okay. The Chilling Saga began in 19... Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. just down the road. Oh, dead guy yeah. days. No. Yeah. You want to come back? Bigfoot's popping off on Sunday over here. The Chilling Saga, the Chilling Saga, began in 1994 <laughs> nice. when Nedheads, as locals call themselves, oh, I'm telling you, right. every sentence of this story gets better and better. Rules Nedheads discovered that Trivbaug, a Norwegian town resident and avid fan of cryogenics, had frozen his deceased grandfather, Brito Morstol, and was keeping him behind the family home. Town leaders quickly drafted an ordinance against storing bodies, but Grandpa Brito was quite literally grandfather. <laughs> so they were like, okay, we can't have this happening, but but Grandpa can stay, I guess, because yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's already what here. What is the conditions of this of this like town? Is it is it constantly frozen? Like, can you? Well, is okay. there going to be a thought? Sorry, we sorry. will get into oh, this. Thank, okay. thought, thank God. Mr. Baug, who was deported for overstaying a tourist visa by 14 years, has <laughs> been. <laughs> 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 a quick yeah. aside there, yeah. He said he has been paying locals for decades to keep his grandfather frozen by trucking hundreds of pounds of dry ice every few weeks to a storage shed where he is now enthroned. Wait a minute. Yeah. How much money is right? this? That is fascinating. Yeah. Every few weeks he has to pay locals. And he's orchestrating this from out of the country. He was deported. He can't. He literally but can't, can't even see be his in grandpa. the country. Yeah, but. But I mean, the town, the Nedheads, 
you know, have rallied. They're keeping around. him frozen. Yeah. And could you, okay, so if this guy is frozen, if if you're frozen cryogenically and it takes dry ice to keep you alive, come with me here for a second. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah. if you did this to me, like if I died tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. God forbid, let this be known now on this podcast that I would want to be frozen in some fucking super metal stance right. with like a fucking yeah. guitar or something. Yeah. So that every person that opens up this good garage in somebody's backyard shed. filled with dry and a shed. Yes. Opens it up and you get to see like the dry ice smoke and it's super metal. Yeah. And then I'm in like a dime yeah, bag Daryl yeah, stance yeah. with like my fucking hair. Like yeah. you gotta yeah. do it right. Do you think that me and Jack are dramatic. paying for a bunch of frozen ice? <laughs> it's not, we're, no, 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 I'm just saying do the crowd and I'm let me thump. I'm throwing yeah. you in a cooler. As soon as that first yeah. bag melts, you're yeah, like, out of here. I don't have, I don't have a dry ice. We're gonna wash that. That's a Yeti cooler, bro. That thing costs a lot of money. We're gonna wash that. You're gonna stay relatively frozen for a substantial amount of time. It's a Yeti. <laughs> frozen your honor who's using a yeti frozen dead guy days got its start as a way to help businesses survive the dead months between ski season and summer word the played out mining town named by dutch settlers and now filled with hippies and artists didn't have much else going on then Nederland's mountain man outdoor store used to make up to ten thousand dollars in profits the weekend of the festival money it needed to replace ski gear with summer inventory said john said owner john thompson of course the three-day festival always began with a parade of hearses and an evening blue ball where attendees competed to be crowned ice queen and grandpa. It's just trying oh, wow. where girls are just running around getting guys half hard and walking yeah. away. <laughs> the and evening blue queen, ball is ice hilarious. queen and grandpa. It's That's the great. ice queen. There's blue ball and yeah. everybody in town. There was a race between teams of costume pallbearers carrying members in coffins. That <laughs> <laughs> fucking rules. A frozen t-shirt contest. Oh. They're getting titties wow. involved. Time, we gotta go. Participants' ability to unfold and don a rock-solid shirt. So they give them fucking folded ice ice frozen shirts and they have to fucking unfold it. Oh, that's not so much as a wet t-shirt contest yeah. that I thought, but still still dope. Still, still dope. Very, very perky nipples. Very oh, perky yeah. nipples. Absolutely. Yeah. I imagine a lot of like rough skin. Like there's like yeah. if, if you're pulling a like an ice sheet across, like there's 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 potential for abrasions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, potentially yeah. lacerations. Maybe yeah. an ice play then. Uh frozen turkey bowling. And it doesn't elaborate on what that I is. I said, you have a frozen turkey. I've seen turkey bowling before. Oh, I've definitely oh, seen it before, like an, an ice thing. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. It's like a, you have a turkey, like a butterball turkey. Yeah. You can bowl okay. it down. That's, all right, yeah. all right. Is it more of a curling yeah. situation with a slide? Pretty much, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, okay. Maybe that's what I've seen with curling, but I've yeah. seen yeah. bowling the same thing. Um, well, like, I'm just, that, that's every, up to every bowler's technique yeah. is going to be different. Indeed. Of course. Yeah. Frozen turkey bowling and a polar plunge into ice-covered water capped off the theme. And this sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> like, so much fun. I'm fucking totally into yeah. this. I never really thought of going to the Netherlands yeah. for any reason, but now, like, I, there's Frozen Dead Guy Day. Like. In previous years, festival operators have offered tours of the shed on private property in the hills above the town, though they keep the box housing the Frozen Man closed. Tourists gather daily to take photos at a similar shed downtown, bearing the likeness of Grandpa Bredo. Of course, they have to preserve right, yeah, the you gotta get They them, can't yeah. have yeah, fucking yeah. tourists coming exactly. around there. Oh, 100%, um, yeah. A particularly large... So you just get to look at the shed and they'll say that there's a dead guy in there? You don't actually get to see frozen dead guy 
Uh, you get to see the box. You get to see, yeah. You get to. That's like fucking South Park episode where they have Muhammad, but the Muhammad is drawn inside of a bear costume inside of a U-Haul van. I trust the integrity of the Frozen Dead guy coordinator. Do you? Okay. Okay. They seem these net heads. I think they're good people. You know me. I'm just trying to poke holes in things. So like, Uh, I trust you that if we're gonna travel halfway across the world, there's actually gonna be a Frozen Dead guy in the shed that we're looking at. I think that they're going through pretty extensive lengths here to preserve this dead It'd be guy. like going all the way to Portland and not take a Sasquatch. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, a particularly large post-pandemic crowd last year irked even some of the festival's most ardent supporters. It was a warm week, so melting snow made for a lot of mud. Parking was a mess. Oh, man. Oh, no. Stephanie <laughs> we got the, we got the Subaru. We got a baby blue Subaru. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. We're Stephanie fine. Andelman, a like marketing a marketing director who is one of the few longtime Frozen Dead Guy Days organizers to continue working on the new Estes event, called the festival's move a grave loss for Nederland, the result of it outgrowing the town's infrastructure and organizational ability. It got big enough that you had to have a professional, and Estes has hired professionals. Miss Andelman has said. None of them have been to Frozen Dead Guy days, but they know how to run events. Oh, don't like that. This is awful. Don't like that. The We're going to go to support the. We would be there in Landon Estes. We want to go to yeah. Netherlands. Is there is there is, mm. a, is there a smaller faction breaking off to real Dead no, Guy? No, the owners, two uh. local women, sold the rights to the festival this year to Estes Park. Uh, Hotelier? Hotelier? I don't know what that word is. Uh, to this dude, John Cullen, for $250,000, the rights to this festival. God. One damn. important asset didn't come with the sale the corpse of Grandpa <laughs> Brito. Mr. in the shed. Yeah, Mr. Cullen hopes to change that. Much of the event will be oriented around Cullen Stanley Hotel. Uh, it's a 114 year old holiday retreat made famous as the inspiration. For for the author Stephen King's horror novel The Shining, mm, sure. that's where they. So okay. there is like a kind of interesting like horror element surrounding this whole area. Um, blah 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 goes into The Shining. Um, was that like where the hotel, like you know, where they're at the beginning of the movie, where they're driving up a to long the helicopter shot? Yeah, yeah. that's the. Uh, but that's in the states, wasn't it? I thought. Or is that that but it's, this is where this is so. this is where the the idea for the um, Stephen King got the idea for the okay. novel from. Oh this sure, okay, okay, sure. Um, Mr. Cullen returned this week from his second trip to Norway to negotiate with Mr. Baug. The two expect to announce a preliminary agreement Friday to move Grandpa Brito there, both said. Mr. Boggs said his primary focus is to get his grandfather under the care of a real cryogenic facility and eventually cloned. The two, the two men are nego- are negotiating with an Arizona-based cryonics foundation to take over the care of Grandpa Brito, operate a liquid nitrogen system for him within the Stanley's ice house, and curate an educational display. Mr. Cullen will pay $230,000 over 12 years to support that. Though he appreciates Nederland's love of his grandfather, Mr. Bog said the move would end the expense of hauling dry ice. Yeah. As for the He's financially <laughs> crippled by his grandpa's <laughs> fucking dumb decision, which is yeah. hilarious. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah. As for the unusual hor- honor of inspiring Frozen Dead Guy days, he said his grandfather, a municipal parks manager in Norway in the 1930s, put on an annual midsummer festival. He liked festivals, Mr. Bog said. He would fit right in there. Loved a fest. Unlike in past years, the S's event... Okay, this is what I don't like. Unlike in past years, the S's Park event will charge admission. $45 to watch events and $99 to attend the blue ball. 
Local businesses are Im- <laughs> pay ninety nine dollars okay. to not come. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Local businesses are embracing the theme to host events such as thick and thawed burlesque and frosty balls drag queen bingo. That sounds kind of fun. Burlesque yeah. and frosty balls drag. Uh, I was, yeah, those that sounds awesome. They know how to throw a festival. I was gonna yeah. say these They're fucking big parties. Uh, party. On social media, many fans cheered the new festival's musical lineup, which features bigger bands. Well, they got Incubus. <laughs> I don't know. They didn't say it was. We're gonna have to look this up. Oh, what? Was some, oh my god, <laughs> what would be like Frozen Dead Guy days? <laughs> yeah, Frozen Dead. Yeah. Guys, just like I mean, it's a region, so it's like I'm guessing it's a lot of metal. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely a lot. Yeah. But like, um, is there any band that we can think of off the top of our head that has any cryogenic? Um, just like <laughs> just, just this foreigner playing cold as ice. Yeah, cold as ice. <laughs> and then yeah. MOP comes out because they did Only a they, they did a songs. remix of like MOP yeah. and yeah, cold as yeah, ice. Yeah. So it's Annie up with cold. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> Um, others fear the frozen dead guy, th- the frozen dead guy legend was becoming too corporate or joked about how it would fit with Estes's parks vibe of quaint charm. I'm looking forward to mini coffins made of fudge being a thing from a variety of tourist t-shirt shops. A Reddit user wrote, Mr. Cullen said the festival's profit were, will primarily go to a fund for workforce housing and childcare. He it should go to keeping the dead guy frozen. It should we go to right? how many blocks dead of ice are they breaking <laughs> off for this guy? Dead guy uh, frozen yeah. fast. Should all the money should go yeah. towards keeping him <laughs> fucking frozen. He rejected concerns that it would become too mainstream. We're just beginning to get our weird on, he said. Niederland Mayor uh, Billy that's Giblin. A, that's a classic sign of you going right? fucking selling out right there this then, fucking piece of shit 100 percent. you know exactly they're I'm going to wacky. reissue the old stuff and yeah. sell it again yeah. fuck off Nederland mayor billy giblin said losing the festival was a disappointment billy giblin's plays but a zz top losing, <laughs> the, losing the it's festival was a disappointment but losing grandpa brito would be a much bigger blow He'd like to convince Mr. Bog to reconsider, but said the town has no money to offer. The prospect of a second loss has some residents transitioning from sadness to anger. I don't think the town of Estes Park understands the backlash, outrage, and ferocity that locals of Nederland would bring to fight if they tried to move Brito, said Mary Mead, an event coordinator and band manager. He's a Nederland resident. This is a classic Simpsons lemon tree story, okay? Yeah. This is what happened here. <laughs> Break it down. This other town has come in, yep. stole yeah. their lemon tree, mm-hmm. dead guy, yep. Uh, yep. and then claimed it as their own. Shelbyville's running around fucking... It's like a combo of that episode and the monorail episode. <laughs> <It> <laughs> is I was like going to think on a little bit of um of uh, of the finding the angel as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah, mean? I think yeah. there's a little bit of a... I, I mean, uh, there's maybe so not. many elements to this story. I mean, from the... The grandson's perspective, you can understand. I mean, he's spending a lot of money. The financial burden that the grandfather has put on him. Weeks to keep um, his grandfather frozen, but then the fact that this has become a a point of cultural significance for this town that doesn't have the money to to offer to keep him, you know, frozen. But they've really rallied around this old dead guy, and the fact that they're like, yeah, you know what. We love that festival and it's really sad that we're losing that festival. But please don't take grandpa. Like they're just like, let us keep the fucking dead guy. Like take the fucking festival, make the money. Please let us keep the dead guy. But can you really have a festival 
without, without that's like I'm not going to Thanksgiving Day Parade and not having exactly. Santa. At the end. I'm not it's going not to Frozen, frozen Dead, Dead Guy, Guy Fest. Festival, uh, yeah. If I'm going to drive into Surrey every um, for three days of an event, this Frozen Dead Guy Fest, and they're like, "Oh, the Frozen Dead Guy's actually in New Westminster." <laughs> it's yeah. the most ridiculous fucking thing that I've ever heard in my entire life. It is right? quite like, sad. Yeah. Um, at some point, you want integrity to shine through, but at the other side of that coin, you have, you know what I mean? The yeah, astronomical is. price, I would assume, of trucking dry ice and trying to keep, <laughs> like, there. Okay, so and imagine this. Imagine, imagine you are a dead guy, frozen, okay. and you've entrusted your grandson <laughs> to take care of you. All right. Yeah, uh, so now we're here, we're there, yeah. and then your grandson, who's a guy like me, um, it's Saturday afternoon. I'm on like seven beers. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. I'm, we're hanging out, and then you're leaving it up to me to bring in dry ice. To fill you, I bet Frozen and Dead Guy has like a thawed elbow already because the kid got hung over. Fucking, you know what I but mean? But you too many can't times even. You doing. as a grandson can't even be there to ensure. Like you can't, uh, you can't bring in the dry. Once ice you yourself sell the rights, he's because, gone. Well, he's no, no, no. I'm saying you can't country. even. Yeah, you can't even bring in the dry ice yourself because you've been deported for overseeing your visa for 14 years. Un- so you, you are not One allowed to. For sure. Greatest grandson of all time. That oh, easily, this guy is dedicated. Easily, yeah. I'm a what is in this guy's I'm will. a piece of shit grandson compared yeah, to this. Yeah, I mean, I loved my grandpa very much. I visited. I his still do. You once. might, you yeah, you might have you 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 you, you obviously you loved it. his past tense. Your love fell off for your grandfather. My grandfather's okay. love is still is still high. Okay, it's still top, and I'm still. All right. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> um, if I but gotta I've, bring Yano's into this mix, it's not gonna go well for you. I've visited his grave once in my life, like let alone to be, to have a uh, monthly payment for for ins- like unimaginable amounts of dry ice to keep a body frozen, like the movers. I, the yeah, whole what thing. does this what does this grandson do where he can't renew his visa? But he has the funds to keep getting these to this fucking dry ice. That's a shit. good point. Actually. He's yeah. clearly trafficking human bodies that are cryogenically <laughs> frozen or something. There's got to be a reason that they're keeping him away from yeah you know I mean? from the from his loved ones. Do you think the town would sponsor him at this point? Right. Because he's donating. If they're so fucking yeah, put your yeah. money where your mouth is. Yeah. No, hundred percent right. Like they only there's only um a fucking sporting goods place that wants the ten thousand dollar influx for that weekend or whatever. They don't give a shit. They don't really give a money. shit about the frozen dead. Yeah, they're not even charging jackets. admission. Yeah, yeah. This is jacket season. Fuck out of here. They just need they just You're need it to fucking buy new inventory. That's all this money is going toward for this fucking mountain mountain. North Face is really the winner of this whole fucking thing. Exactly. If anybody the one be, fucking who coincidentally might you think Arcteryx would sign would, would chime fucking, in on this yeah. at some point? Yeah, Mountain Outfitter store they have in town can flip over their inventory. Oh, That's fuck it. Fucking All right, we poked the hole in it, and they don't even fucking charge admission. Yeah, we poked the hole in it. <laughs> but we're I mean, we're yeah, definitely yeah, gonna go. That's yeah, on yeah. the bucket list. Oh, and, of course. And regardless, I mean, would have loved to have seen it in its. Um, pure form of frozen dead guy day festival but um obviously it's expanding it's gonna get bigger there hopefully the spirit of the festival will remain Mm -hmm. 
Um, they're going to have, you know, the race, the, the frozen t-shirt contest, the turkey bowling, the ice plunge, and now like a fucking music fest. Like it sounds sounds like a huge draw, um, uh, a little morally conflicting, but, and we would have to, of course, um, visit Nederland. You gotta go to the town. You gotta go to Nederland. If you go to frozen dead guy fest and don't make the pilgrimage. Home of the original frozen dead guy days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. You gotta, you gotta (laughs) do Home of the real frozen dead guy days. You go up behind the town and you walk to you go to that driveway and yeah. see the shed in the back and yeah. there he is. Yeah. So come back down. Yeah. What if yeah. they um, and then you go to the airport and come home. Could it's they nice. it's, it's a nice, nice little way to wrap it up. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Could Everybody's looking at each other's eyes at the end there. Could they yeah. do like the the days the festival formerly known as Frozen Dead Guy Oh, it prints it up a little bit. Like a little workaround. Yeah. And so it's like this little Just a symbol by the end of it. What you yeah. have to do is like do it like at the same time and kind exactly. of have like That's competing things. Because as soon but as everybody goes to the big fest, they realize there's no actual Frozen Dead Guy there. Then they're like, oh, well, they're doing is, a smaller fest. The Frozen fest. Dead Guy is going to be there. Not at the bigger one, at the littler one. No, the Frozen Dead Guy is getting moved. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Cause that, cause the cloning and all. And the core came on in the first episode. I've had a few beers. <laughs> yeah, cause the cloning is the other element we haven't touched on yet. Is that part of the his? <sighs> other than of course, there. yeah. Other than of course the the massive financial burden that's being released. He's looking into the possibility of cloning his grandfather. That's fucking. And then, rad and then you run into the whole. What is the real one? Who's well, the like, real exactly. one? Who's I love the idea. You're just gonna, go? you're just gonna, you're gonna freeze the clone immediately. Yeah, but exactly. if he comes back with a, with yeah. all of his grandpa's like um, uh, memories and everything like that, and he comes back in like a, in like a wonderful. Um, you know, laboratory with so many people that are working so hard to revitalize this. Um, you know what I mean? The, not only the the body, but the the consciousness of this clone. And he's just a violently yeah. racist piece. I guess they like he's yeah. some racism. I gotta freeze this guy again. Like, Who yeah. the fuck is this? <laughs> shut this guy up. We're gonna fucking freeze him again. Yeah. Start hauling in that ice. Oh man. Yeah, really, back we to square one. Can put this guy back in the shed. That is yeah. awful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Insane. Shout out to the Ned Heads. I'm a huge huge Ned Heads. Huge, story. yeah. Oh, huge shout out. Um, should we wrap? this up with some no, we'll damned the, or should yeah, we go yeah. go a little long i have to pee we'll again to the how badly do you have to pee can like we, i mean you know bang bad this out to, i mean uh, we, 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 we might as well guys the damned is a great band <laughs> 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 do you guys know of anything that has been like overshadowed i think um uh Anything like that that you um, that you love that has been overshadowed, the damned, I think, um, falls into that category huge because in 1976, um, like the, the they coined it 1976, 1977 is the year the punk rock broke. And Elvis the year dies, that seventy seven punk rock starts, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's chronologically speaking, you know what I mean? Like it's it's the perfect time for this to happen, right? The king goes down, and they're like the kids are like, yeah. we now we have our time to yeah. play. And when you do that, there was um like uh, there's stupid debates. Like when I was like fucking like thirteen or whatever, and you're like discovering punk rock in a small town through the internet. It's all bullshit, you know or what core. I mean? Exactly right, mm-hmm. or core to the fucking max. Yeah. And um, but the 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 things that I love. Um, about music is kind of like the history that uh, that surrounds it. So what you have here with the Damned, who's one of the first bands to um, uh, to kind of go dark with. It. I know Alice Cooper gets um, a lot of love for you know what I mean, like shock rock and like um, death. It's or kind whatever. of fitting to our last discussion. They're a bit spooky. They are mm. a bit spooky. You know what I mean. So if you yeah. love the Cramps and if you love um, you know what frozen I mean, anything, dead guys. Uh, frozen dead guys and anything that we've been talking about, then there would be no frozen dead guy. There would be no Cramps. Without the damned, mm. and um, the what you kind of have here is an explosion of sound and um, like a fast-paced, driven punk rock record that 
predates a lot of UK punk. Um, the the Damned famously in 1976, the Ramones released um, the Ramones self-titled album. The Damned in October of that year released um, New Rose, which is the EP. New Rose is on Damn, Damn, Damned on this album. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the B side of this, Ty, you would love um, is they uh, they do the Beatles help on the B side yeah. and um, fucking times 10. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. It fucking rips, it's right? It's great. So fucking good. And then, um, so what you have here That's in, on um, the Spotify. Is it on the Spotify version yeah, of Damn, Damn, Damn? Right oh, yeah, nice. On the, it, yeah. on the, yeah, on the regular release, it doesn't have it, but, um, they, what they kind of do here is that like the explosion of punk rock and what this um, means to me is that, um, everything else was kind of like, um, like new, uh, the New York sound, like what the Ramones were doing. Um, and the same thing with the Sex Pistols and the Clash. It's they kind of like this is a community vibe. This is us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And what the Damned did, and the reason that um like goth rock, death rock, um you know what I mean, um psychobilly and all this kind of stuff, um I think kind of broke out in influence of the Damned is that if you listen to the lyrics from like um the clash with like, I'm so bored of the USA and you know what I mean? Like white riot and all this stuff. And then uh, the sex pistols with anarchy in the UK and all this stuff. This is like, what is the happening in the world with the damned, damn, damn, damned. What you have is what's happening with me. Mm-hmm. And it's like darker lyrics. And, um, a lot of like, um, you know what I mean? Kind of like, it might be like a little bit moody, but it's as fast and it's as hard. A little sad boy, perhaps? I'm an emotional boy. <laughs> I, I'm an emotional boy. And I love this stuff. So if you listen to The Cure and you want to put on an eyeliner and shove something up your ass, take the damn, damn, damned record and stick mm. it all the way up there mm. because I was a boy and it spoke to me. Um, and it still does now. And for whatever reason, I've kind of like rediscovered it in the past, like, you know, few months. Mm-hmm. And um, what I kind of see here is um like you know from born to kill or fan club or even neat 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 they have like poppy songs on here they did what is kind of um is difficult to do now like nobody's really doing it other than like afi or like you know what i mean like i'm like my chemical romance and stuff like that or they're taking a lot of these um uh kind of moody Mm -hmm. things and making it um, like that's what it's about. Whereas the damned, right. I felt like can fit in and they can still play with any other band and nobody's mm-hmm. like, Oh damn the emo band or whatever. Yeah. Right. All these songs are just as high energy. Um, they're just as punk rock and they're more, um, kind of self, um, kind of inward looking in and more of a vulnerable band that you're going to get from anything in here that kind of spawned from like the MC five or the stooges mm-hmm. or anything like this. This is a lot of like, um, like mm-hmm. rock and roll bravado and, um, and, um, you know kind of speaking out for yourself so there's like a point of like personal toughness so you don't have some kid that's like you know a skinny tattooed loser dressed like a fucking vampire (laughs) you know what i mean right which is um uh which i think is something so special and you don't necessarily see them getting the 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 love or just not even mention in the conversation you know what I mean? As their contemporaries as the Ramones and the Clash and the Sex Pistols and stuff like Usually that. Usually the best ones yeah. don't get mentioned. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, um, yeah, I really enjoyed this album. I went into it blind, having no idea about the band or the history at all, other than uh, probably having heard it in the in the car or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, like, immediately, uh, you can tell right away that they're an English Band. Yeah. Like yes. they have that sound or like yeah. right totally. away well even and on the first track yeah you know what I mean? yeah that and it is kind of the vibe i got was like 
the clash meets the the cramps kind of it has yeah. like a very distinctly like spooky feel mm, to it but totally. it's also very distinctly like british mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i enjoyed it i thought it was cool i very think it's unique. fucking yeah. fascinating and the, the, yeah the beatles cover at the end was really good yeah, well, oh, that's yeah. so cool that on that version they put it um, at the end. Just for like any like um, music, uh, you know, historian or you know, I mean, anybody that thinks it's interesting. I looked at um, at this thing, Ty. Actually, do you want to give a couple uh, a couple notes on the album when I look up this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I don't know what photo you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought he was going to ask you to uh, Ty. I want to sing a couple notes while I never put them like like historically. I don't think I knew where they pl- <coughs> to place them, mm-hmm. and I don't. And it's like sometimes you listen to these, and you're like, oh yeah, these like they're fucking old. Like it's like yeah. they were around. Like yeah, well, like the, all every groundbreaking fucking band was coming out with this. And you're yeah. right, they don't ever get mentioned in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Exactly, there's never a. Uh, it's like how Eddie Hazel never gets mentioned for guitar playing or some right. shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, they like no one ever throws them in. That classic, the the Sex Pistols, the Ramones, the Clash. It's Those like, they really should exactly. be in there. Yeah. When the, when the Damned released that New Rose EP comes out three months before the first Sex Pistols Anarchy in the UK EP, they did their first tour of America like a couple it's months before the, the Sex first Pistols. People like gotta lay, go lay down mm-hmm. first, exactly. Right? Yeah, it's easier for everybody else afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fascinating because like in 1976, you have like. Um, uh, there's this cool thing on Wikipedia or whatever, where it's like the timeline of punk or whatever, which is like, it's interesting to, to dummies like me or whatever, but like with like 1976, the year the Ramones come out, all the bands that were formed that year is everything for like Black Flag, the Buzzcocks, the Clash, the Cramps, the Crime, the Dam, the Dead Boys, DMC, Generation X, uh, shout out to Billy Idol, um, you know what I mean? Fuck, Madness, yeah, fucking, like this fucking lift goes on and on. The Rizillos, the Slits, UK Subs, the Vibrators, like uh, the Wire, X-Ray Specs, X, all these bands, you know what I mean, come out there and the only albums that were released in 1976 1976 that would be considered like punk releases or whatever are the Ramones self-titled Blondie self-titled the Runaways self-titled and the damned new Rose you know what I mean that kind of comes out it's like tough because like you listen to a Blondie record and it's like it's more of a new wave record to me. It, it yeah. is. Uh, yeah. And even the Runaways, like, it's more yeah. of a rock and roll record to me. Totally. Um, right? But given, like, the time and the thing yeah, or whatever, yeah. like, they get put into that CBGBs or it's whatever. It's what I'm joking about, like, the like, 77, like, Elvis dies. Mm-hmm. That was a big fucking deal. Like, it gave people, like, permission to, like, yeah. listen to other Dude, shit. Right. Like, exactly. It, literally, it was a thing. Like So yeah. after that, 1976, when um, when those three, those are, like, the, the, the three notable, um, I guess Anarchy in the UK comes out at the end of um, 1976 in that year. The In 1977, the bands that form are the Angelic Upstarts, the Bad Brains, Big in Japan, um, the Blockheads, Crass, the Kravitz, the Dickies, Discharge, Fear, the Germs. These are all like the biggest, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like the, the who's who, like, who started punk. So the Misfits, for fuck's sakes. You know what I mean? Um, uh, fucking going down the Rich Kids, the Rustless Kids, the Stiff Little Fingers, the Valves, like all of these, like, you would definitely wouldn't have like fucking spooky misfit shit without a hundred percent. All right, and uh, yeah, with all that being said, <laughs> that being said. Um, yeah, no, it was a great album. I enjoyed it, and uh, fun app. Hell yeah, really yeah. good app, man. Yeah, I, you know, I, I miss you guys. I think that um, you know what I mean. This is this is the core. This is the root of the show, and um, as much as other people want to get on and we have fun um, with other guests, I think that it's very exciting to, um, to to sit down and get to the root of things. Yeah. And if anybody is interested in the damn, go listen to them. They're Leave a comment uh, if you have any ideas for this Bigfoot segment, names, mm-hmm. uh, if you have updates on uh, articles. Foot fetish, I think. Cottage. Uh, we have... Uh, 
Cuttage. What the fuck was I trying <laughs> to say? Covered? <laughs> Covage <laughs> is a Descendants <laughs> album. Covage. Um, and uh, yeah, as always, please subscribe, like, follow, uh, five-star review, all that good stuff. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, come to the Cobalt uh, April 16th. Uh, come see us in uh, Kelowna Ooh, April yeah. uh, 20th, 21st, and at the FE in Kamloops on April 22nd. We'll put uh, those links maybe. below um, if we have them. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. Oh, yes. Signing off. Peace. Peace.